The following podcast contains naughty words, naughty themes, and a cat named Ernie. Hey, it's Jimmy here. On today's episode, we're going to be watching the 1993 Steven Spielberg film, Jurassic Park. Most people have probably seen this film, or at the very least, know what it's about. If not, the basic plot synopsis is that John Hammond, an entrepreneur, opens a wildlife park containing closed dinosaurs. However... A breakdown on the island's security system causes the creatures to escape and bring about chaos. The film made a box office of 1 billion USD adjusted for inflation. Stars Laura Dern, Jeff Goldblum, Sam Neill, B.D. Wong, uh, and Richard Attenborough, which is a fantastic cast, and we hope you enjoy the episode. Do you want to do um, wobbly chicken? <laughs> What's that? I don't know. Don't you have a wobbly chicken warm up or something? <laughs> a rubber chicken. A rubber chicken. <laughs> yeah. It's not mine, is it? It's, uh, it's a new stage, mate. That's a new stage, a staple. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. You can't. I don't Are you even recording? If you are, I'm shaking my hands going, one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Getting the, getting the energy out there. No, we don't need rubber chicken, man. We're good to go. We're pros at this. <laughs> I quite often think when we are doing these initial bits that I just need to keep quiet. <laughs> just, <laughs> just put fifty p in the gymie and watch him yep. go. Yep, 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 yep. Just stream of conscience and just uh, just let it happen. Yeah, that's magic, there, man. It always makes makes for good stuff. I mean, I love you to bits. You talk bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Rich and Jimmy Watch a Film. That is one big pile of shit. Hi, I'm Rich. And I'm Jimmy. And you're listening to Rich and Jimmy Watch a Film. Indeed you are. Thank you for joining us. And hello again, Jimmy. It's been a while. Hello, Richard. Yeah, it has been. It has. It's been, what, three, four weeks since we sat down to record one? The last one was in your kitchen, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's right. We did the um, Parapod. Um, that was a really enjoyable day. Thoroughly good. Um, but yeah, no, it's been ages, man. Uh, I don't really... The funny thing is, I feel like it's been ages, but I haven't done really anything that I think has filled that time except for work. Mm. <laughs> I think that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. We, we actually are real people with real jobs. We're mm. not just podcast superstars. Unfortunately, we're just moonlight. So, I think we say that we're so excited about the film that we're watching tonight. Ah, yeah. But this is an actual treat of a film. Tonight, Jimmy... What are we watching? Tonight, mate, we're watching my childhood favourite, The Boyhood Dream, your favourite film, I believe you've described it. You're sitting there with the T-shirt on. We've got the merch on the table. We've gone all out for this one tonight, guys. We're watching fucking Jurassic Park. I think this, for me, is one of those films that it's hard to dislike. Yeah, yeah. It, it, impossible, I think. Those of you that haven't seen it or have never heard of it, firstly, where have you been? Um... <laughs> Jurassic Park is one of the most groundbreaking films when it comes to computer generated images or CGI CGI uh, as I think it's called (laughs) not to be too technical there but uh, but yeah no absolutely Um, and you know it's a a marvel of the box office as well that broke all kinds of records when it came out and it's in terms of an adventure film and an action film it's damn near fucking perfect the story is very simple man makes dinosaur puts dinosaur on an island thinks they can control dinosaur dinosaur goes hell no chaos ensues yeah yeah 
That was that was not a very good uh, that was not a very good quote of Jeff Goldblum's lines from the film. I thought that's where you were going with that. Yeah, what is it? God creates man. No, God creates dinosaur. God destroys dinosaur. God creates man. Man destroys God. Man creates dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we'll just edit that out. <laughs> no, that's where you insert the clip of Jeff Goldblum saying exactly what I just said. God creates dinosaurs. God destroys dinosaurs. God creates man. Man destroys God. Man creates dinosaurs. Dinosaurs eat man. Woman inherits the earth. So, cast wise. Mm. You know, we know it's about dinosaurs. We know it's groundbreaking um, to the point where the computer program needed to animate the dinosaurs didn't exist before they made the film. Yeah, they designed the program, and then that was what led to everything else getting CGI. And as we so, spoke about in the T two, I was going to say yeah. Terminator two, but the cast, oh, yeah, what a cast. Honestly, man, you got you got Sam Neill. Laura Dern, uh, Jeff Goldblum, as we've said. Uh, who else you got in there? You got uh, Richard Attenborough, Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson's in it, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a hell of a cast, man. Really I, good cast. I'm always sad though because I can never remember the name of the man that plays Dennis Nedry. Nedry. He is my absolute favorite character in that film. He, he was in Seinfeld as well, wasn't he? He was like, he was Jerry Seinfeld's like enemy, I think, in Seinfeld. I don't know. I don't really know Seinfeld, but I'm no, pretty I've sure he was in it. it. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure he was in it though. That's a great fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never watched it now either. Um, yeah, no, I'm so excited about this. Well, I think I think it's one of those things that with Jurassic Park, I think I could watch it every day. Yeah. So we are going to watch Jurassic Park. We are. We are very excited. Big fans. Are you nostalgic about Jurassic Park, Jimmy? Oh, massively, dude. Massively. I saw. So when did this come out? Ninety three. So I was two when it came out. So I think I saw it when I was maybe six obsessed dude beyond obsessed I already had an obsession with dinosaurs this for me was just everything man I had the Super Nintendo cartridge game of it I had I remember I had this board game of it that I used to take to school like a fucking loser I used to take this thing in every day yeah I just all fucking all on board of it man still watch it whenever I get the chance now it's, it's just awesome it really stirs up a lot of good memories for me man how about you well, I was fortunate enough to actually go and see it in the cinema when it first came out. I remember my nan used to read the Daily Mirror, and they gave a giveaway so that you could get tickets to go and see it on the day that it comes out. And I remember my nan managed to get these tickets, and I was so excited. And I remember that the night before, I dreamt about dinosaurs. Now, if you think that came out in 1993, I was born in 81, so I was 12. I'm now 41, and I can still remember the night before I saw Jurassic Park, I dreamt about dinosaurs. When you saw them on the screen, um, after dreaming about the night before, was it just like everything you'd hoped for? It was It was stunning. Yes, I remember driving past the cinema, seeing the queue outside, and just that feeling of sheer excitement. And because I saw it on the day it came out, the next day I got to go to school, and no one else had seen it and I was the only one that had seen Jurassic Park and I remember just feeling like the cock of the north smug yeah, smug yeah. I bet oh, what you haven't seen Jurassic Park yet <laughs> so I will always be um, excited to see Jurassic Park yeah you, you know everything that happens everything that goes on like but it I want it I want to see it I want to hear it I want to experience it I'll be picking up what it's putting down <laughs> Um, before we move on to the your favourite section, Jimmy, 
Mm-hmm. Um, Ernie's up there now. He's, uh, <laughs> Ernie, Ernie's being upgraded now. He's got a, he's got a nice little throne, Ernie the cat, where he can just sit and just watch over everything, over his realm. Ernie used to fuck up our films by jumping onto the soundbar in front of the telly, um, and hopefully he won't do that now because I built him. Well, I have to say built. I put a platform up so he can now stare out the window. Um, <laughs> Hopefully now Ernie can become Ernie again and not fuck up a film early. <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see. He's still he's still he's still a very valued member of the uh, the team here. Chances are when we first see the first dinosaur, Ernie will be up on that. They do move in herds, bang, there he is. <laughs> <It is. laughs> right, Jimmy, shall I go get your dinner ready? Yeah, mate, I'd love to. Let's do it. A chat over dinner. Dinner is served. <laughs> <laughs> I want to speak first. <laughs> this uh, looks and smells incredible, Rich. Why don't you um, explain a little of what we've got going on here? So, what's happened here is Katie has cooked a banging dinner oh. of chicken and apple casserole with mashed potato, warm bread rolls, and green beans. Mm, that is good. Yeah, <laughs> dude, this is so good. It's perfect for tonight, too, like a real rainy night. Mm hmm. So what's been happening uh, with you, man? You seen anything good lately? Anything on the radar? I actually went to the cinema recently, Jimmy. Nice. It was um, National Three Pound Cinema Day. Did you hear about that? Uh, mate, I did not. Otherwise, I would have been at the cinema as well. You could go and see, um, you know, 40X movies where the chairs at three pound. That's fucking... Just everything. Just everything everything, everything in the cinema is three pound. And I went and watched the Minions movie, The Rise of Gru. Mm-hmm. Oh, Good. Enjoyable. Enjoyable is a nice way to describe it. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's the minions. I yeah. have to say, I think they have a direct line to my funny bone. Okay, <laughs> I do find them very funny. The trouble is, when the food's this good, no, I do. I can't be bothered to think about. <laughs> oh, there he is. Ernie's up on the telly. Oh, Sambo, he's getting ready. Uh, jokes on you, Ernie. We haven't pressed play yet. <laughs> you haven't fucked anything up yet. I still can't stop thinking about the fact we're going to watch Jurassic Park. Ah. Do it's so fucking exciting as well. What's your favourite scene? Do you think favourite scene? Tell you what is really nice is when they're up in the um, they're up in the canopies and the treetops, and and then they come up and it's just this really beautiful interaction with them, like feeding them, and they're like, don't get me wrong, they're still probably you know going to be fucking scarred for life with what they've just experienced before in the cars and at the T Rex pen, but that scene is really lovely. And then it sneezes in their face. That's right. Yeah. 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 That's it. That's it. How about you? Oh, we just speak, and then just as I'm about to say something, I put some food in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, I know, but you can't stop shoveling it in unless it's tasty, man. The thing is, I'm so glad we set a section or a chat over dinner because if we were trying to hide the fact that we were eating when we were doing this piece, it would be such hard work. Oh, imagine! So, my favourite scene in this film is I think it's the bit when Dennis Nedry drives down the hill and the Dilophosaurus is there. And it's just how cocky he is. He's so arrogant. I'm going to go away, silly dinosaur. And then he just gets absolutely mauled. Yeah. Spit like, you know, acid in the face, falling down the hill, everything, and then takes him to task. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a good death, that. Have you seen the latest one? No. I had seen the first three, mm-hmm. and I had seen the next two Jurassic Worlds. So you've only seen, you've seen all of them but that one? Yeah. Because there's six. Okay. Yeah. The first Jurassic World didn't mind it because it's a bit like, you know, um, Force Awakens in terms of that nostalgia thing. It just hits the same beats. 
of the first Jurassic Park in the same way that Force Awakens hits all the same things as a New Hope. You think it's it's good because it's kind of a been nice to the original exactly and it's fan service and it just tickles all those things that you need like it's an, it's an, it's an updated retelling of the story almost so I think we've rambled on enough the food's all gone mate oh, you sound so sad I do <laughs> it's in my tummy but that was delicious it was, that was nice yeah I have to say like normally when we cook it's like you know ribs and stuff so it's quite nice to have someone cook mm. something for us, which was that delicious. That was so good. I would never think of doing a, a chicken and apple casserole. It was absolutely delicious with the mash and that. And again, just, you know, it is raining here in sunny old London town. It's the sort of dinner which, when you finish that last mouthful, you just feel a little bit sad. Absolutely. You're scraping the last little bits off the, off the plate. If you want to lick your plate, Jimmy, you're welcome. <laughs> so, shall we stick this film on then? Well, yeah, let's get it on and enjoy, man. I... I'm really looking forward to this. Time to watch the film. Jimmy, I am present by... Let's do it, man. I was, just saying, I was just trying to remember how this starts. The beginning of this is fucking brutal, isn't it? With the cargo with the Raptor in it. Shoot him! Her. Shoot her! <laughs> I did that for the edit. Because they're all female. Because they reproduce asexually because of the frog man. Eh? Spoiler alert, I've not seen this. <laughs> well, we spoke about strong openings with Scream. Uh huh. That's a fairly strong kind yeah. of like, right, everyone, sit yourself down. We're about to show you something very cool. And yeah, over in two, three minutes, just sets up everything. The danger that's ahead, like that nice little sort of Spielberg draws touch as well where you just get that little look of the dinosaur's eye doesn't show you anything really just like the nice little tease of like what's to come and just and like the rest of the film as well like that opening bit in those two minutes the pacing of this entire film is just perfect it just moves along so nice and quickly even when they're explaining things with that dinosaur DNA it's that fun infomercial type thing the little educational film that they're watching. Like. I really like that little film that they watch. Oh, it's great with the little D- DNA thing. You can get like little models of him. Can you? Yeah, yeah it's nice. This is a very nice clean up of the, the print too, isn't it? Like, no, clean up just like a nice Blu ray transfer of it. Yeah. The only thing I find with sometimes with these Blu rays is the, when the CGI kicks in, then it, it's whether the CGI cleans up because mm-hmm. I think watching people doing stuff it looks great yeah. but then maybe sometimes it just highlights how old the CGI is yeah the, the, the where it stitches in and everything I can't see Sam Neill without thinking of Event Horizon and just how horrible that is yeah for sure so I saw this first and then yeah Event Horizon and it really ruined it ruined the experience there's an edge to him which is quite unnerving even in this have you ever seen In the Mouth of Madness? It's one of his best fucking films he's been in, man. It's, I cannot recommend it enough. What I've always wanted with this scene, so at the moment he's looking at the little screen right at the start, they've just got a velociraptor on it, he's pointing it out, and he's just first given out his, I think it's great that they turned into birds. Who are all the people that have gathered round to hear him speak? Yeah, so I was just thinking the exact same thing. I was thinking at first they were tour groups, and I was like, oh no, they'd be, you know, um, young archaeologists, uh, young paleontologists and stuff themselves wanting to learn. But then there's this little shitty kid, like, who the fuck's he? Yeah. Does he belong to someone there, or like. 
Look, hey, Ernie. Hello, Ernie. Hello, mate. How you doing? When um, Hammond's speaking to Sam Neill, he's like, Sam Neill's like, oh, what kind of uh, park is this anyway? And then Hammond's just smiling, he's like, it's right up your alley. Giving him a little cheers or something. Nice. 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 Sam Neill with his head's going, it's definitely going to be full of hookers. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to Prostitute Park. <laughs> <laughs> Here he is, Dennis Nedry, Drifter's uh, Chunk. That's really good, that. We can throw that fact out again, can't we? <laughs> Please. No, I mean, as in, like, on the post. Oh, when we're doing? Yeah, yeah, for sure. In case you're wondering what we're talking about there, um, I believe we discussed it briefly on the the Goonies episode. Dennis Nedry's outfit several times through this film mirrors the virtually exactly the same uh, outfits as three of the kids in the Goonies and it's really uncanny and considering Spielberg's involvement with both films could not be a coincidence no absolutely not I mean I've only seen comparisons of three three of them and it's so spot on yeah it's perfect so I love Wayne Knight the guy that plays Dennis Nedry Wayne Knight that's his name I think he's a very, very funny man. But, but I don't really know anything else he's been in. I just know him from this, and I just think he's fantastic. Yeah. Here he is, Jeff Goldblum. Sexy Jeff Goldblum. He is, isn't he? In this, man, he's smoldering in this. There's the boot, you know, when he gets hurt, and he's laying up on that table with the shirt on button, and it's like, do you remember when someone built that giant statue of it in London? No. Yeah, someone built a huge statue of it, and it was called, like, Sexy Jeff Goldblum, and it's like the statue, and it was just, someone made this giant scale replica of, um, of him being injured with, like, his shirt all open. One of his best performances for me is Independence Day. I think he's so good in that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really relevant when they put the seatbelts on. Watch this. What, and the Sam Neill's got the two female mm-hmm. ends? This is foreshadowing Life Finds a Way, because even with two females, he manages to get the seatbelt to work. Yes. In the same way that uh, the two female dinosaurs won't be, can still recreate. Yeah, nice. Damn, that's a nice little touch, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I've always liked that. Here's something which has always um, confused me slightly. Mm-hmm. So they're looking at a fully grown brontosaurus. Uh-huh. Now, what is the time span between it being born and getting that big? Yep. Because we see them later on, they're in the lab and they pull out a little velociraptor. Out the egg. Out yeah. an egg. Yep. So we're there assuming that everything has come from eggs. Yeah. Yeah, well they didn't just start with big ones, did they? So this part must have been going for a very long time. Yeah. Yeah, he's been working away at it, chipping away. Also, as well, they're sitting there and it's just coming up next to them. And he, you know, um, Sam Neill had to get Laura Dern's attention. Surely you would feel that it walking past the car. I think there's several times actually in the film where, like, something like that kind of gets glossed over. Yeah. He's just fucking spunk his load there or back the granny and he's on the floor <laughs> and drained the life out of him and that's. Oh, that's a, that's a really beautiful scene where someone who dedicated their life to dinosaurs has finally got the opportunity to interact with them, and you lower it to he spunked his pants. <laughs> that's why he can't stand up now because he doesn't want anyone to see. She's got those little beige shorts on. 
hopping in the limo, hopping, hopping in the limo, hopping back in the jeep, fucking poking Jeff Goldblum's eye out. <laughs> You're right over there, Ernie. Just peering over the pillow at, at Jimmy there. He's my little mate now. The sets in this are fantastic as well. Yeah, yeah, that's another thing as well with the um, yeah, yeah, with Jurassic World. Like the whole park when you look at CGI, as good as like CGI looks, you know the whole thing CGI. This is full on sets, and yeah. they look fucking awesome. Oh, 100 percent. Fucking oath. Fucking oath. Fucking oath. Do you know Spielberg? Right, you know Spielberg makes endless lists. Yeah. So. That's a film that he always wanted to make. That was his sort of almost dream film. But the production companies and the producers and the people with all the money and that said, you're not allowed to make that film until you've made Jurassic Park. Wow. (laughs) So in order for him to be greenlit on Schindler's List... He had to do this. He had to do Jurassic Park. Jesus, and they're they're worlds apart as well. They're quite... Yeah, Yeah. they're not really that similar. No, no. Do you think Steven Spielberg had a, like a bit of a beef with some lawyers at some point when he was putting this together to have like the lawyer a bit of a... I mean, lawyers are normally scumbags regardless. It's a bit of a cliche, isn't it? But yeah. he also gets chomped pretty fucking heavily by the T-Rex. They also... Um, you know what you were saying in the Scream episode about the Pratt Falls? Mm. When you visited that cave right at the start, he was the one that tripped over on the rocks. He banged his head going into the cave. Yeah, so yeah he's kind a klutz. Clutz, yeah. like a clown. Yeah, true that. So maybe, yeah, he's Steven Spielberg is having a fucking fallen out with some lawyers around this point. I think matey here, um, the uh, the scientist guy. Mm-hmm. I think he's the only one that's been in every single one. Yeah, true. He, he is. Yeah, but no, Jeff Goldblum pops up in. No, Jeff Goldblum's in all of them. No, he's, he's not. He's not number three. No, he's not, is he? That's a great one. Man, number three cops so much flack when it comes out. I really enjoy it. Yeah. I really enjoy it. it the, the ending is really rushed, but it's only because the studio pulled all their money and the ending just kind of happens. I think before that, it's a really good entry in the franchise. So my opinion of Jurassic Park films are very simple, that they've always got worse. Oh yeah, same as anything. There's the if you say put them in order, it's the first one out, second, third, fourth, for sure, all the way. To, the the same one way. is just a joke in comparison to this. Yeah. Do you not like um, Lost World? I love them all. Mm. Oh, I love them all. I've got I've got them all in there. Yeah. Apart from the latest one. No, don't get me wrong. The yeah. sixth one is the worst one. Yeah, it's yeah. Still a Jurassic Park. Film. So it's still good. It's still dinosaurs and people interacting, and that to me, I watch that until the Dilophosaurus come home. <laughs> That's a great turn of phrase. That's my catchphrase. Yeah, it's I've good. I watch that shit till the Dilophosaurus comes up. I don't know. I've got to click my fingers and do like a, a sassy accent. <laughs> when we were talking about um, favourite scenes before as well one of my favourite scenes of all of the films is in the second one and I think it would probably be my favourite of all the Jurassic Park scenes um, and just even cinema in general is when they're all in that really tall grass all the the mercenaries and the raptors are coming in and, the, and you just see the mercenaries walk along and they're all on edge looking and then the camera just pans up and you see that they've left that trail and there's just the trails coming into the sides of them the raptors and they all just start disappearing 
That is fucking awesome, that bit. But that that works very well as a very scary scene because the amount of scenes in horror films that you see in cornfields, yeah, Children of the Corn, there's, um, I think in Freddy vs. Jason they have this big fight scene. In the rave, there's a rave in the cornfield, yeah. Yeah, so I think that, because it's that, if you're on a path and you don't know what's around you, that's scary. Again, the pacing of this is just boom 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 right there's all your exposition yep. that was really fun and enjoyable now you're going off into the park and things are about to get fucking crazy like here's the next bit and then it's oh figuring everything out from there and then boom into the next bit but there's literal there's a literal lull before the storm as well in the film because there's that bit where nothing happens like and what they, we've just seen you mean no what's coming up now when they're going when he says oh um, yeah I hope at one point you're going to have dinosaurs in this park or something like that and they're all bored yeah so yeah it's really boring and it, it kind of as an audience member you start to think like mm, alright come on then let's see what's going to happen and then the storm hits T-Rex is out yeah I still remember because I had this taped off of like yeah. telly when I was a kid I like, taped it off like Channel 7 back home and I always remember that's where an ad break was oh, really? yeah that's so weird yeah I just I remember that part of him saying I really hate that man that go into the Jurassic Park then into the ads so this Triceratops is poorly now they made that yeah yeah that's like, a full size animatronic dinosaur like look at look at the scales on it the way it's being painted like just individual scales the way they're painted it's all like skin and dirt and everything on it like it's a thing of beauty it is man the cracks yeah. through the horns like absolutely incredible it's more realistic than Laura Dern crying <laughs> uh yeah. Hey, where did you find this? They're boxes from my seat. Are they heavy? Yeah. And they're expensive. Put them back. Yeah. Well, the way it's just like, no. Um, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> who are you? They're just the clunkiest bit of kit, too, aren't they? Yeah, but boy, would I love a pair. Oh, yeah. I often think this when they make stuff like this for films. Like, where does it go? Where's that? that like triceratops you know it's rotting away somewhere dismantled thrown in the bin you know yeah. it should be in a museum yeah see something like that's fucking so fucking cool it's like why does that go now I love this film but I hate this because that fence is level with the road so at the moment, if you look, oh yeah, the T-Rex is the other side of the fence. I know where you're going with this. However, later on, it suddenly becomes like a 40-foot drop. Yeah. Now, if it was a 40-foot drop there, that's fine. Well, the T-Rex is down there going, hey, let me up. Yeah. Oh, he can't climb. I got tiny stupid arms. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's not a great bit of continuity, is it? It drives me mad, because in many ways, this is the best film ever made. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where does he think he's going? 
and it's, it's a massive oversight yeah. and, and is it that thing where they were just like you know what fuck it no one's going to be thinking about that because we're going to put so much crazy shit in front of them yeah and maybe the first time I watched it I never noticed it but I've seen this so many times now I, I never thought about that until much later on in life yeah. I just used to be like this is fucking sick just like it's all happening yeah and it's right there where he's broken out where he's standing level you know yeah Kelly yeah that that roar is so iconic and they they mix like so many different animals together for it it's like I think it's like a lion there's like a seal or something Really? Yeah, there's like a lion, seal, there's just a ton of different animals, and they just blended it all together. It's pretty cool. It, 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 it is very iconic. There's a scene in um, the new Jurassic Park film where there's a Dilophosaurus face-to-face with someone, and like you can see it's about to go for it. Just as it's about to, Chris Pratt just grabs it around the neck to stop it. <laughs> I like the Chris Pratt character. He's hard as fuck. Yeah. So Nedry just got killed. The shaven, the fake shaving can filled with all the Dino DNA samples got buried in the mud. They really show you that that's buried in the mud. Does that ever come back up in any of the other films? Because Lost World is another island. Was he maybe just like planting that in there just for another like for a sequel later on? Then they just kind of went another way. Thing is, though, if you were to set it up for se- that to help for a sequel, you would have to. You wouldn't end it. That's that's a proper end game. I totally buried it with mud. Yeah, you know this. I don't think so. And also, the sequel was written. Already, mm. wasn't it? They're already yeah, true, 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 true. They know what's coming next. Yeah. Maybe you just, just yeah. Maybe it's just the thing of just like this whole thing was completely pointless. Yeah, like all this was for naught. Near death, just barely hanging on, still a smartass. Managed to undo his shirt. Yeah, yeah. Just when you think he couldn't get any sexier, there he goes. Yeah. Throw some blood on him. Laura Dern's got a real thing going on as well with that. Um, that jacket got a little Winnie the Pooh sort of thing going on. <laughs> what, it's in a jacket and it looks like she's got no pants? Yeah. They're just down here all of a sudden. How did she get down the 40 foot? I'm going to get 50 foot. It's huge. That is controversial, that whole thing, isn't it? There's a real black hole going around all And that. I have never noticed her going to that car. Yeah. Before. Never thought about that. There's a real black hole going on with that. Do you think they just shot it all and then started editing and just went, you know what, fuck it. Let's just string it together. No one's going to notice. It's moving too quick. There's too much happening. Like, Maybe. He's from New Zealand, doesn't he, Sam? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He born in Northern Ireland originally. Oh, really? Mm. You got any good dinosaur jokes? Them. That, the, do you think he saw us? And the, do you think he saw us, Rex? They're the classics, aren't they? Well, what do you call a dinosaur who's had a very hot... Hot, hot, hot curry. What? A mega sore ass. <laughs> you know that one for free? Yeah, that's pretty good, that. But I made a mistake too. I didn't have enough respect for that power, and it's out now. If you close your eyes, she's got the same. She sounds exactly like Kobe Smulders. The only thing that matters now are the people you love. 
Holy fuck, you're right. Doesn't she? Yeah. Jumping there out there with people in time. Mind blown. Yeah, absolutely. How how I met your Jurassic Park. <laughs> God, there's a better pun there. Somewhere. Yeah, there's got to be Jurassic. No, I don't know. This is also bullshit. Yeah, because right. he throws wood on the on the power lines. Yeah, a non-conductor. So that's not going to help anything. It's on it. You're brave. Yeah. No, wrong. Also, as well, little Timmy being on the top of that getting hit with ten thousand volts when right as it turns on as it comes through, dead. Yeah, but he could also just slide through that gap. Yeah, yeah. He's shit. Easiest person. He's actually the person who could get through, yeah. Dead Timmy. Yeah, small child, 10,000 volts through him. He's not, and he's not going to get blown off it. He's going to hang on to it and just melt into it and catch fire. Yeah, internally. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be fun. Great shot. See, the cameraman can get through the fucking fence. <laughs> with, all, with all that gear. Oh, it's the jelly scene, isn't it? Always makes me want jelly. What self-respecting kid picks up broccoli? Yeah. Well, she's a vegetarian, isn't she? That's a fucking great shot. Yeah. And Mr. Nut, that, that little portal. Did you know there's a scene in this with a velociraptor and then as the Velociraptor enters the room you can see that there's someone's hand on its back steadying it no yeah that's fucking fantastic so you've got to point that out dude please it's, it's split second that's there it is oh my god it's so it's there for ages wow it's there for ages wow <laughs> and it's not even like you could be like oh maybe that's its tail it comes into yeah, shot yeah, yeah. holy shit so, I mean that photo that I showed you doesn't do it justice. No, but when you see like the hand come in and steady it. Wow. Oh my god. And again, the Blu-ray not doing any favours in that front. No. I do think she she plays a good character in this. Lexi, I don't know who plays her, but I think she's great in this. Oh yeah, for sure. Tim is annoying what I think he's meant to be. Exactly, he's a little know-it-all kid, isn't he? that just fantastic ending like not ending but like that final shot of the dinosaurs like yeah where the T-Rex shows up and sort of saves the day again like we were saying before you would have felt that um, that's been discussed a thousand times by people but like you know it just turns up out of the blue like Ninja T-Rex <laughs> fucks up the raptors and then there's just that fantastic scene of it just like having dominion over everything and the, the banner falls down saying like when dinosaurs ruled the earth and it's just like the big roar it's the thing of beauty it's, it's such a good ending and this here as well where they're on the helicopter and Sam Neill's looking out at the pelicans flying off off the island and he's like his whole you know they became like the birds of the evolution of them that's a lovely way to wrap the whole thing back up as well it is um, but one thing you have just made me think is yes you would hear a T-Rex sneaking into the building you said ninja T-Rex mm-hmm my brain went to what door is big enough for him to have got to without smashing through yeah because he's not going to to be fair you do see at the beginning of the film that the you do see at the beginning of the film that um, they're still working on it Um, so maybe there's like a wall that's not finished 
I don't know. I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of. Would you say Kathleen Kennedy? Oh, no, no, and also Laura Dern. Don't forget Jeff Goldblum. Because he is so cool. And he's better than Richard Attenborough's John Hammond. <laughs> there he is, Wayne Knight, what a ledge. Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, who could forget Joseph Mazzello? Oh, Ernie, would you just get the fuck down? <laughs> yes. The plane has landed. You did just did a really funny little T Rex hand thing then. I can clap better than a T Rex. <laughs> Post film chat. So, there we have it, Rich. Jurassic Park, 1993, in 2022. Yeah, just short of the 30th anniversary, then. What do you reckon stands up? Yeah. I think I don't need to speak about it again because we, mm. I think we talked about it nicely during mm-hmm. the film but the Blu-ray doesn't do some of the computer stuff any justice and whatever nitpicks there are whatever things that are to be pointed out have been they're so minor it does not matter yeah. compared to everything else that that film does right that film makes me want to be in that film yeah yeah yeah, yeah for sure it's <sighs> I... did you just come? I did I just Sam Neill <laughs> yeah I don't know what it is whether it's like like because it's not just pure nostalgia there is so much nostalgia in there like that we've been talking about that's been going on there's something so much more than that it is it, it, it like it looks beautiful the the pacing is immaculate the the dialogue is never too heavy with um, you know exposition even though there is heaps of exposition in it it, it, it just flows so well and looks and sounds amazing like I don't know like how else to describe it it, it is almost perfect on that note um, the casting is brilliantly cast mm. I, was, I was reading that Sam Neill's character Dr Alan Grant was almost Robin Williams <laughs> <laughs> I can't see that working myself See, now that would have been a whole different other film, that. Yeah. And I just think of, like, Good Morning Vietnam, but in Jurassic Park. <laughs> Good Morning Jurassic imagine, Park. Imagine all his ad-libbing. Like, see, if he was to be Jeff Goldblum's character. Yeah. Dr. Ian Malcolm. That, I could kind of understand. I think we would be robbed of an amazing performance in Jeff Goldblum. But I could wrap my head around that. Not Dr. Alan Grant. But it's that classic argument of if Robin Williams had played Dr. Alan Grant, would we be sat again? Oh, he's so perfect for that role. Oh, I read today that maybe Sam Neill was going to go for that role. And we'd be like, can you imagine it? No, because, no. I, I mean, we probably would because that's just what we're like as fucking people. <laughs> like, a nice little flip flop there, Johnny. Nah, Johnny. Did you just call me Johnny? <laughs> Who the fuck's Johnny? Nice little flip flop, Jimmy. No, no. Well, we probably would. No, we probably would because that's just fucking the way people are. In the we, yeah, we are fucking like that. But I don't think it would be anywhere near as good because you would have the two. Like I think as good, like as fantastic as Robin Williams is, I think he would just be him and Jeff Goldblum would just be almost the same two characters. Yeah. If Robin Williams was to do it in his sort of style. Yeah, yeah, that's in in that ad libby way, they would be they would be quite conflictive in the in the similarities of the two characters we spoke a little bit about Lost World mm-hmm. um, Fallen Kingdom um, Dominion 
Jurassic World. Jurassic World. Yeah, Jurassic Park 3. Do you think, as a franchise, the latter films, the Chris Pratt films, do this justice? Because I think, in their very essence, we all love watching people run away from dinosaurs. Yeah. For some reason, my daughter, who's three... I don't know what I said, my daughter, you know her. <laughs> oh, no, but it's for the listeners, yeah. I know. Yeah, so yeah, 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 I've yeah. got a daughter who's three, yeah. and... And she likes dinosaurs. And I don't know where it comes from. There's something inherent about us that makes us love dinosaurs. Because well, it's the idea of we, we, we know, like, even now, like, you know, I, I know now that this is why I loved them when I was younger, because it still blows my mind now. We're living on a planet that at one point just had these massive fucking lizards walking around that eventually become birds, like... But then you see the pictures and the, the illustrations and the skeletons of them in museums, and they're these just larger than life things like it's no real wonder that when the in the second one second one maybe the which is it, the one with Vince Vaughn yeah yeah second one they oh god yeah he is in that isn't he he's fucking good in it as well yeah yeah I'm not saying it. yeah no I just forgot he was in it that brilliant scene he's, he's always chewing gum and he takes the gum out because she needs something to stick just for some reason that always sticks in my mind um, yeah but spit that's it <laughs> but it's no wonder for the sequel they take the dinosaurs to the real world and you suddenly yeah. have a T-Rex in someone's back garden eating, mm-hmm. a, in, eating a dog out of a doghouse. Mm-hmm. That suddenly becomes very scary mm-hmm. because when it's on an island we can watch that and we can go, whoa, those people are fucked. Yeah. They're on an island with dinosaurs. Also you... put themselves in that thing and they're experts. Yeah. They're experts in their fields. Suddenly there's a T Rex running around the streets of well, I mean it's in America, so we could still be able to say <laughs> Oh well, it's just America. Yeah. Not, not it's just America. What I mean is like it's not England. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's still scary to think that I mean, we're sat here now with the windows open. Oh. <laughs> like imagine if a T Rex walked past now. <laughs> Do you know what? One Gosh. thing I would be safe in the knowledge of is that if a say a velociraptor came into the garden we wouldn't have to be scared we could open the door and Ernie would fuck it up <laughs> he'd just go just straight away look at him now up there up there poised. on his perch poised look out for velociraptors aren't you Ernie I think he's asleep <laughs> no that's, that's, that's how he gets you <laughs> clever you, you clever think boy. he's asleep <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to call you a little girl for this bit clever girl um but yeah, and like the when you were saying as well about the um, the latest three, the Jurassic World trilogy that they've done, where they you know stand up to this and hold a candle to it. For me, I don't think they do. I think they're good films and everything like that. Like they're not bad, but I think at the same time, yeah, just leave Jurassic Park alone. Like sure enough, it's Jurassic World, but it's still just a Jurassic Park ripoff. It's just part of the franchise. But I mean, you haven't seen Dominion and. It's what I want from a Jurassic Park film. It's people running away from dinosaurs. Yeah. Are you aware of how it all ties together to end the franchise? No, not a clue. But you can tell me. I don't mind. I'm probably all right. So all of the original cast come back. Right. So you have Laura Dern. You have Sam Neill. You have Gof- Jeff Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> you have Jeff Goldblum, <laughs> Chris Pratt. But so it's all of them together in the final one, and it, and it's it's just a, it's almost like they've made a film where they're going. Thank you so much for watching Jurassic Park. Mm. It's a bit like the Ghostbusters, but it's a nice send off. It's a nice send off. Yeah, it's yeah, a okay. shit, it's, a, it's a shit Jurassic Park film. It's the worst Jurassic Park yeah. film. 
But go and see it. But again, a shit Jurassic Park film was still better than most films. A shit it, Jurassic Park film is still a Jurassic Park Exactly. Film. So, yeah. It's still great, dude. It's Jurassic Park. It, it's, what else I mean, can you say? It's Jurassic Park. It's a massive park. What could possibly go wrong? Uh, I love that song. <laughs> final thoughts. So, Jimmy, final thoughts? Um, yeah, man. Honestly, what? Yeah, we, we've said it all, man. What more can you say? It's Jurassic Park. It's fucking awesome. I think we've. Uh, I believe we've said it on other films where we've done it to try and keep the word count down. Sum it up in four words. Very, very fucking good. Oh, I like that. My four words would be: Look out! There's dinosaurs. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah, that that is how you'd sum it up, actually. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, it's perfect. Well. On that note, then, so um, we haven't got anything else to say about Jurassic we, we've, Park. We've exhausted it. We've exhausted all this. It's fantastic. You know it's fantastic. You've seen it. Like everyone's seen this fucking movie. You're listening to this because you love it the same way that we do. If you're listening to this and being like, "Damn, it's been a while since I've watched Jurassic Park," and like, I really like that film, just go and watch it again, man. It's still just such an enjoyable romp. Romp, romp. It's a romp. It's a prehistoric romp. So we hope that you have enjoyed listening to us talk about this prehistoric romp. Yes. yes. Um, as always, thank you so much for listening. Mm-hmm. We've got our social media. We do. We I do. always say that like an old man. We've got social media. We've got, of course we've, we've got of, social media now. Of course we've got social media. We're trying to build a podcast. Um, and on the <laughs> note of building the podcast, we, you know, if you if you do like what we're doing if you're enjoying these um, please get on to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen mm-hmm. to it leave us a review yep um, super it, helpful it really helps us but it's also just nice for us like we want to hear that you're enjoying it we want to s- just yeah we, we'd really appreciate any sort of feedback even if it's negative send us a, an email at richandjimmywatchafilm at gmail.com let us know you know what you're not picking up what you put what you're sending back this this has been a bit of an experiment which mm. we've thoroughly enjoyed um, we've got maybe three more episodes to record and then we're you're back off to Australia for a little bit aren't you yep, yeah I'll be back back in Oz um, so we've got our Halloween special sorted we're going to mm. do a Christmas special so sign off yeah the sign off um, keep on keep on scooping that Triceratops shit <laughs> Keep on shuffling shit. (laughs) (laughs) So what? Out of everything we could have done for Jurassic Park, I'm going to veto that just because I think it doesn't do it justice. No. The beauty that is Jurassic Park summed up in someone shuffling shit. Life uh, finds a way. Keep on shuffling shit. (laughs) Or keep on finding a way. Finding a way. That's actually really uplifting. Yeah. I think we'll end it with that. That's a nice. That's very nice. What's next, Jimmy? Next. Next week, my man. Holy goddamn, you and all the listeners are in for a real fucking treat because we are going to do Tommy Wiseau's The Room, the cult classic, the epitome, the fucking, the godfather of so bad that it's good films. And Rich hasn't seen it. Not only, not only have I not seen it, I've got literally no idea. Mm-hmm. I obsess over it. I'll leave it at that. I obsess over it. It is 
fucking amazing but I've asked Rich to um, stay away from any any anything to do with the trailers any famous scenes anything from it to go into it totally blind mm. um, I'm not and, even uh, allowed in any rooms any rooms he's banned from rooms he's camping in the backyard I set the tent up today um, toileting's awkward <laughs> not even a bathroom guys um, so sign this off then Jimmy sign us off um, I think there's only one real I mean we've discussed a few but there's only one that can be used isn't it and it's that life finds a way so yeah. keep on finding a way keep on finding a way just if it gets a bit dark sometimes yeah just keep on finding that way keep on finding a way who'd have thought we'd be inspirational yeah oh it's lovely it's really nice that just find a way I'm sorry I'm sorry so just remember hashtag lonely Jimmy hashtag lonely Jimmy help me how do you know they're all female or somebody yeah. got in the park and pull up the dinosaur skirts we control their chromosomes it's really not that difficult yeah. All vertebrate embryos are inherently female anyway. They just require an extra hormone given at the right developmental stage to make them male. We simply deny them that. Deny them that? John, the kind of control you're attempting is, uh, it's not possible. Listen, if there's one thing the history of evolution has taught us, it's that life will not be contained. Life breaks free, it expands to new territories, and it crashes through barriers painfully, maybe even dangerously, but, uh, oh, there it is. You're implying that a group composed entirely of female animals will breed? No, I'm, I'm simply saying that life uh, finds a way. <laughs>